children come Don't dare drive them away And then the kingdom comes Hear the holy foolish things they say The springtime of their life decides The adults they'll become So let the children come Please let the children Welcome to Children's Bible Journey with stories and songs just for kids. We have a dramatized Bible story coming up, but let's get today's program started by singing some praises to our awesome God. Now when the rich and the poor get together with the Lord, get together, get together with the Lord, they'll treat each other like sister and brothers when they all get together with the Lord. Now when they all get together, when they all get together with the Lord, they'll treat each other like sister and brother when they all get together with the Lord. Now when the tall and the small get together with the Lord, get together, get together with the Lord. They'll soon realize they're all the same size when they all get together with the Lord. Now when they all get together, when they all get together with the Lord, they'll soon When they all get together with the Lord Now when the weak and the strong get together with the Lord Get together, get together with the Lord The weak are no longer afraid of the stronger When they all get together with the Lord Now when they all get together
I just love singing praises to Jesus. We'll do some more singing in a few minutes. Now let's get back to our continuing Bible story from the Bible and Living Sound. I, Nebuchadnezzar, great king of Babylon, do hereby decree that all wise men, astrologers, and soothsayers in Babylon be put to death. Quite a drastic decree, don't you think? No, I'd do the same if I were the king. They're not wise men, except when it comes to fooling the king. But I wasn't thinking of them. I had Daniel and his three friends in mind. The decree does include them, doesn't it? Uh, I simply can't behead them. But I... I must obey the king. Perhaps Nebuchadnezzar would make an exception in their case. Perhaps. If you will go to him and request the exception... Who? Me? Oh, no. Uh, he'd have me beheaded. One doesn't question his decrees. Uh, true. Uh, so be it. Why couldn't I have been a groom or a, a maker of bread or, or some simple thing instead of captain of the guards and have to arrest and execute four of my best friends? Someone here to see thee, Daniel. Well, 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 if it isn't Ari, our captain of the King's Guards. Glad you could come. Oh, uh, sit down for a while. Uh, no, uh, thanks, Daniel. I, I'm here on business, the King's business. I, I don't know what... Oh, Daniel, I wish you and your three friends would beat me unconscious and then take off and run for your lives. Escape. Escape what, Ariok? The anger of the King. No, no, I don't mean that. He isn't angry at you at all. But he is with the other wise men. He, he's ordered every wise man executed. That includes us. Wasn't the king's order rather hasty? <laughs> yes, but I don't blame him. I mean, the wise men are fakes. I don't mean you, Daniel, or, or you three either. But the others have been fooling the king all along into believing they can interpret dreams and tell the future and reveal secrets. They can do none of these things. And the king discovered their deceptions. Just what did happen anyway? The king, well, he had a dream and asked the wise men to interpret it. And of course they couldn't. Well, I'm surprised they didn't make up some sort of interpretation. The king wouldn't have known the difference. Mm, they would have, no doubt, had it been that simple. But it wasn't. The king had forgotten the dream and wanted the wise men to tell him the dream, then interpret it. Well, they couldn't make up a dream. The king would have known it was a lie. They were in trouble, weren't they? <laughs> What am I laughing at? That death decree includes us. Ariok, I... I wonder if you would do us a favor. Anything, Daniel. Anything. Take me to the king. I wish to speak to him. You haven't been granted an audience or sent for. No, Ariok, but I don't think the king will be angry. For you, I'll do it. Even if I do lose my head. wants an audience? Just who is Daniel? He's a member of your court, O king. Uh, a wise man. His Babylonian name is uh, Belteshazzar. He was one of the four who made grades ten times better than any of oh, the... Oh, him. Yes, I remember him. Audience granted. Show him in. Show him in. Uh, you may step forward and bow the knee. Long live Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Greetings, Daniel. You seek a royal favor, yes? His Majesty remembers that I am one of his wise men. One of my wise men? <laughs> You're wiser than all the rest put together. His Majesty decreed that his wise men should be put to death. I did? Oh. 
I did, didn't I? I didn't think about you. I, I didn't have you in mind when I... Maybe you can tell me my dream and interpret it. My God will reveal the secret to me, and I shall show the king the interpretation. All I need, Your Majesty, is time to communicate with my God. Then I shall return and give the king an answer. Well, I hope you're not merely stalling for time, Daniel. But I'll give you a chance. The time you request is granted. Oh, God of heaven, be merciful to me, a sinner, and help me and my companions to serve thee faithfully, though the heavens fall about us. Oh, God, have mercy upon us that we perish not with the other wise men of Babylon. Nevertheless, oh, God, thy will be done. Shadrach, Abednego, Meshach, I have good tidings. The Lord God we serve is merciful and just. Well, that's no news, Daniel. God is merciful and just, always has been and always will be. Well, tell us the rest. What happened? Yes, why don't you... But during the night, I... I had a dream. A duplicate of the one King Nebuchadnezzar had? The same. God is merciful. Oh, we serve a living God. He revealeth the deep and secret things. He's made known the king's dream and the interpretation thereof. Blessed be the name of God forever. Blessed, Blessed be, be the, the name, name of God, God forever. Well, hadn't you uh, better make haste to Arioch and ask to see the king, lest the other wise men be destroyed before you can prevent it? This fine morning, Ariok. Greetings, Daniel. Have you yet executed any of the wise men? No. Well, don't. Take me in before the king, and I shall make known unto him his dream and the interpretation thereof. Long live Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Oh, yes, Captain. I, captain of the royal guards, have found a man, O king, who is able to make known unto the king his dream and what it means. I found him, Your Majesty, among the captives of Judah. Well, get him. Bring him forth. I'm anxious to know what I dreamed and its interpretation. This is he, Your Majesty. Long live Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. Oh, it's you, Daniel. Are you able to make known what I dreamed and the interpretation thereof? Are you? Are you or are you not? We'll continue the Bible story tomorrow, and if you would like to have these stories to listen to at home, you can call the Bible in Living Sound at 1-800-634-0234. That's 1-800-634-0234. Now here's some more music before we have to say goodbye.
you about ready for bed? Mom, I'm mad. At whom? God. Do you think he minds? <laughs> He's probably used to it. What's the problem? The fall festival banquet at school is just two days away, and I'm catching a cold. I know I am because my head hurts and my throat feels like I swallowed sandpaper. Oh, dear. Let me make you some warm herbal tea. Mom, I prayed and asked God to help me not be sick this year like I was last year. But did he hear me? No. Wait a minute. Didn't you go to school without your jacket yesterday? I hate my jacket. Nobody wears that style anymore. And didn't I see you eating ice cream and cake two nights in a row before you went to bed? Mom, I'm a growing girl. I need nourishment. And didn't I remind you to wash your hands after we came back from shopping on Monday? Hey, I hadn't been playing in the dirt. No, but you had been pushing a shopping cart where I told you flu viruses love to wait for the next victim. So God isn't powerful enough to protect me from cold winds, ice cream, and shopping carts? He sure is. He's also loving enough not to interfere when we do dumb things that make us sick. He gives us freedom, but he doesn't reward us when we choose to do what we know can do us harm. Prayer is a two-way street. We have to do our part. Okay, okay, I get what you're saying. I didn't do my part. Well, I'm going to do mine. You just lay back and I'll bring you some tea. And you might want to thank God for allowing you the freedom to learn from your mistakes. Thanks, Mom. Jesus wants to be our friend. He has placed in our hearts a desire to share our deepest secrets and brightest hopes with Him. This program was brought to you by the Children's Ministries Department of the General Conference of Seventh-day Adventists.
boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 9, Home at Last. Dave opened his mouth to reply, but just then the truck stopped and the back doors were thrown open. A lady in a white coat reached in to help Dave get Willie's stretcher out of the truck. Hi, Willie, she said. I'm Dr. Matthews. How are you doing? Okay, Willie answered, but what about my grandpa? She looked over at Dave. It looks as if he'll be okay, too. Willie felt a little better, but he was confused. How did you know my name? He asked the doctor. Why, don't you know? You're famous, she answered. I heard about the search for you and your grandpa on the radio yesterday. Everyone's been looking for you. Willie smiled. As he raised his head, he saw his mom and dad standing on the other side of the glass hospital doors. Dad had an arm around mom, and she was wiping her eyes with a big white handkerchief. After that, things got blurry for Willie. Bright lights in his eyes, white coats, mom with a watery smile, medicine smells, a hard, narrow bed with a white paper sheet that crackled when he moved. Three hours later, a nurse wheeled Willie out to the car. But... "'Where's Grandpa?' Willie craned his neck to look behind him. "'We have to wait for Grandpa.' "'Grandpa won't be coming home today,' Dad said as he lifted Willie into the car. "'He has to stay so the doctors can be sure he'll be okay. "'He'll be home in a day or two. "'Are you sure he'll be okay? "'He won't die or anything, will he?' "'Hey, where did you get that idea?' Dad replied as he slid behind the steering wheel. "'Grandpa will be fine, but you didn't eat very well the last few days, "'and you didn't have much water.' You're young and strong, but Grandpa's not, and remember, he has a broken arm, too. Willie was too tired to think any more, so he laid his head back against the seat and closed his eyes. When he woke up, the car was in the driveway at his house, and something was licking his face. He reached up and felt a wiggly, furry body. Coco! he exclaimed, hugging his brown and white dog. Later, after a big lunch, Willie snuggled down in bed with a smile on his face and Coco at his feet. And just before he fell asleep, he whispered, Thank you for getting us rescued, Jesus. Thanks a lot. The next thing Willie knew, his mother's voice was calling. Hey, sleepyhead, Mom said cheerfully. Are you going to sleep all day today, too? Huh? Willie opened one eye. It was daylight. What do you mean? Is it tomorrow? Yes, it's tomorrow, Mom laughed. Chris and Sammy called. They're coming over soon. So how about a bath and some breakfast? When Chris and Sammy arrived, they wanted to hear all about the accident and what it was like down in the canyon, but Willie had questions of his own. How did you find us, he asked, looking at Chris. So Chris told about the search and how he and Sammy had looked and looked for him. You were there too, Sammy? Willie was surprised. Of course he was there, Chris said. Sammy just smiled. Who do you think wrote down your messages? I couldn't do everything. Willie interrupted. But how did you get back so early the next morning? We never left, Sammy spoke softly. What? You stayed all night? Well, Chris replied, first Dad wanted to stay until the helicopter found you. He was talking on the radio to the pilot. Sammy continued the story. And we just couldn't go home and leave you down there. We just couldn't. So we stayed, Chris said, and we prayed for you. Sammy spoke up again. Do you remember how we wondered if we could ever do anything real with the Morse code? Yeah, Willie said thoughtfully. I've been thinking a lot about that. Soon the boys left, promising to come back in a few days, when Willie had caught up on his sleep and felt stronger. They came again two days later, bringing their buttertub transmitters. For an hour, they practiced the Morse code at the tailor's kitchen table. I wonder what time it is, Sammy said, stretching his arms in the air. Seems like, uh, you know, 
Hold your horses, Chris said, grinning. What are you guys talking about, Willie asked. Just then, Willie's mom walked in with a puzzled look on her face. What's the matter, Mom? Willie asked. I don't think anything is wrong, she replied slowly, but someone from the sheriff's department just called to say they were on their way here. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 8, The Rock Slide Rescue, written by Sandy Zaug, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Let the children come. Don't dare drive them away. And then the kingdom comes. Hear the holy foolish things they say. The springtime of their life decides the adults they'll become. The children come, please let the children come. Children's Bible Journey was brought to you by 3ABN Australia Radio and is a production of Life Talk Radio at lifetalk.net.